Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Ty Montague. How are you, Ty? Shahed, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm well. Thanks for having me on. No, it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm so grateful to have you on the show here today, Ty. Um, I see that your company does wonderful things and, and you know, having a purpose-driven company is is dear to me and i'm glad that the work that you're doing and helping other businesses become purpose driven uh, but you. if i if if i if you don't mind um in your own words give us a, a intro please yeah sure so um i guess my my official title is i'm one of the founders of of co collective uh we are about 12 years old and we are a business transformation consultancy. So um, we we help leadership teams define and align on their higher purpose. What is the what is the big positive change that that they are trying to make in the world? So we help them really codify that with them. You know, that's not something that we can make up. We have to actually work at them to extract it because it's a a truth that sort of sits at the soul of the company. And then we help them, you know, sometimes we say do that purpose as opposed to say it, right? Your purpose isn't a thing you should talk about. It's a thing that should define every action that you you take as a company. And so we help them uh, really make their purpose real internally through organizational and cultural design. We have a team that helps with that. And then outside the business in your customer experience through experience design. So we have a team that does that. So it's it's sort of once you know your purpose, it should define your employee experience and also your customer experience. So every touch point regarding that business, any human being that interacts with that business should feel the purpose. That's right. You should you should sense it and feel it, and and it should be true in the products that you that you experience from that company. It should it should inform the customer service interactions that you have with the company. You should feel it, you know, at their website. You should understand the truth of it. You should you should feel it when you see their CEO talking at a conference or on a YouTube video, right? It should inform mm. every aspect of the way the company really brings itself to the world. Mm. And I see that your client, your lineup of clients are quite uh, known companies. And, you know, I would definitely imagine that they would be doing such a thing. But do you also work with smaller companies, startups, um, you know, coaches, for example? Absolutely. I mean, uh, haven't ever worked with a coach, but we have worked with lots of entrepreneurs over the years. Um, we're one of our, we're, we're working with a, a essentially life extension company called Juvenescence that is is working on the limits, extending the limits of, of um, the human lifetime. Um, mm. We are, we, we routinely work with um, 
you know, people who we worked with a company called Genexa, which was at the time beyond startup phase, but we helped them um, do some work and they're in the clean medicine category. So their, their purpose is to really clean up um, over-the-counter medicine. You know, medicines today are often, if you buy them from a big pharma company, uh, I'll use Tylenol as, as an example. Tylenol has an active ingredient in it, uh, you know, the, the thing that helps you with your headache. But then to make a tablet, it's also full of all kinds of filler and stuff. And the big mm -hmm. pharma companies use, you know, essentially the cheapest things that they can to make those tablets. And so often they're not very good for you, actually. And so Genex is trying to really make the same medicines using the same active ingredients, but using organic and all natural filler, the, the material around that active ingredient so that you're at least, you know, not hurting yourself by taking that medicine. Um, so we, we have worked with, with many, um, startups in the past and, and I really would like to do more work with startups and with entrepreneurs. I think, um, you know, the, the, um, Capitalism is changing quickly and, and, um, you know, we're moving from an old version of capitalism that was defined by economists like Milton Friedman, where we concentrate solely on growth and we concentrate solely on creating value for shareholders. And we're moving to a new form of capitalism where we really pay attention to all of our stakeholders. We pay attention to the experience that our employees mm. are having. We pay attention to the community that we're doing business in we make sure that we're not polluting the you know the public common where we where we do business we pay attention to other stakeholders um people in our supply chain the planet uh the you know the mm -hmm. the, the well-being of the environment in addition to shareholders it's not in place of shareholders shareholders still matter but but um, purpose-led companies are really trying to create companies that are genuinely creating really positive change in society and in the and in the world and um in order to do that you know they have to they have to think about more things long way of saying i think entrepreneurs honestly today are it's there are companies that are making big companies that are making the transition to becoming purpose led but it's much easier to to start a purpose-led company from the beginning than to transform one to become mm. purpose-led after you've started, you know, in, in, in the more traditional space. So I, it's a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs and, um, you know, we love to help them whenever we can. That's great, Ty. And I feel that there was a shift. Um, I would love your opinion or your, your experience with it. Um, did you see a shift or a major shift or a slight shift um, since COVID? Did, do you feel that more businesses are awakening to this purpose-driven model? Yes, I, I think they yeah. are. And it's, it's, that's a very interesting um, phenomenon, right? Uh, you had COVID yeah. and then you had some kind of seminal yeah. cultural events like the George Floyd, um, really a murder in Minneapolis. And you yeah. had people in the streets really protesting, you know, widely and, and it woke, I think a lot of people up, you know, and mm -hmm. people and companies and to the fact that they have 
you know, wider social and environmental responsibilities, right? They can't just, I think it was George Floyd, I think it was the wildfires in California. I think it's the flooding that we're now seeing uh, globally a couple of mm. years back in England and now in Pakistan. I mean, there's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, the global environmental cl- crisis is, is uh, only accelerating, sadly. And, and so we see all these things happening on top of COVID. And it's during that period of time that people sat up and went, wait a minute, we need to, we need to really rethink this. And so you're now seeing that in the past, right, CEOs went out of their way to avoid commenting on social, uh, particularly social issues political mm-hmm. issues, and often environmental issues, now the next generation of consumers uh, are demanding that CEOs take a position and speak out. People, young consumers in particular, want to know what the leadership of these companies really stands for. And so all of a sudden, you've gone from a situation where your job was to zip it when it came to social and environmental issues to it now being essentially mandatory that you take a position and and that's complicated right figuring out what mm. your position is and what 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 topics you can and should speak out on and what topics you want to not uh speak out on is a a new complexity to leading a company but it also means for entrepreneurs who are you know, the lifeblood of our economy and, and the people where really most of the innovation in the world comes from now have the freedom to build a company that is a platform th- for them to have, you know, strong opinions about social or environmental issues. And, um, you know, if I were building a company today, that's the first thing I would, I would do is try to figure out how to articulate the purpose that my purpose, like, what is it that I, what is the positive social and environmental change that I'm trying to make in the world? What do I really want to stand for? And I would build everything around that, around that purpose. Mm. And you know, in, in, in our world of entrepreneurship, when they're starting something, you know, their main focus is sales and marketing, you know, getting the dollars in, right? Getting the money in. Um, what would you say to someone about the service that you provide is where would that fit in and when they should be paying attention to it? Because most of them might not even look at this, right? To say, I have to figure out my sales and marketing. Yeah. Well, that's normal, right? And and I don't mm-hmm. want to give a uh, short shrift to, to money, right? Money is... Mm-hmm. Of course. The way I kind of think about it is money is, is like blood in your body, right? It, it, it is the... It, it, without it, like you're, you're not going to make it. And... But it is a... It's something that transmits, you know, energy and and oxygen to all of the parts of your company, right? And without it, you don't mm. make it. But your purpose is your heart, right? That's the thing that really drives everything. And 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 you mm. and you and you can't really make it without that either. And so you need to you need to, you do need to focus on making sure that you have revenue as an entrepreneur, right? That is because without it you're not you're not in business but mm-hmm. what i would say is you know you 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 will have an easier time figuring out who your customer is 
and what problem, what problem that they have that you're trying to solve if you do the purpose work early, right? Um, mm-hmm. I would do the purpose work with your, with your co-founders at the very beginning, right? Do it before mm-hmm. you're burning a bunch of uh, revenue on, on, uh, on staff. Like do, do it as the company is being born while you're developing your pitch deck, right? That's one place to do it. Uh-huh. If you want help from somebody like me, the problem is, is, you know, we're, we, we're sort of a premium service, right? We don't, yes. we, I, I would like to do what I do for free. I can't do what I do for free mm-hmm. because I have to make money mm-hmm. too, right? And so mm-hmm. another, another point at which it makes sense to engage with us is once you have gotten your, um, your, your, you know, your kind of early strategy worked out, you have some revenue coming in, you may have already, um, you know, done your series A, right? Like you've, you've done friends and family, you're up and going, you've got customers, you've got a website, you've got some revenue. Um, and then you can, you can bring somebody like us in to help you ju- make the jump to light speed. You know, we can help, help you. I mean, Another thing that this makes me think, because I'm just thinking about the answer to your question here. No problem. Is, is, is just that um, your purpose often, like I started out saying, it's not a thing that you can make up. And it really does live often within the founders organically from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So – even if you just take what it is that's driving you to get out of bed every morning as an entrepreneur and write it down, like what is the big, big problem in the world that you are trying to solve? Not, I mean, if you want to, if all you care about is building a unicorn and exiting, uh, yeah. more power to you, but we're, we're not going to, we're not going to be your cup of tea. Um, if you mm. are trying to take on something that you're really passionate about and make positive change, just write that down. That's that's good enough to get off the ground as an entrepreneur, right? Mm. And that's the thing Place that lives in, in your heart. heart, right? That that's yeah. it's there, right? And and yeah. yes. and then once you're going, you've got some revenue, you've taken some investment. Um, then if you want, we can we bring 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 a company like us in. There are a handful of us. There aren't a ton, but there are a few of us out there. And we can help you really refine it and then also help you f- scale it within your organization, right? And prepare you to go to the next level. Very good. Very good answer, actually. Very mm-hmm. detailed. Thank you for that, Ty. Um, what would you say your top three benefits would be for an entrepreneur to start giving this some serious thought to implement in their business? Well, you know, purpose-led businesses um, have m- multiple benefits. First of all, uh, they create greater loyalty among employees Relationships. And, and customers, right? Mm-hmm. People just care more about purpose-led businesses. We call mm-hmm. in our That's language. A big one. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, just think about it. If you're building a business, the one of the most expensive things that can happen to you is customer churn, right? Losing customers after you acquire them. 
Acquiring a mm. customer is the hardest thing in the world. Once you have one, mm. you want to hang on for dear life. You want to be there, right? You want to you want to be with them that you want to you know explore their entire lifetime value as a customer, right? And so the longer they're with you, the better you're going to you're going to do. Same with employees. Losing employees is intensely expensive because a library, especially when you're small, because a library of information and experience goes down the elevator when that person leaves your business. So if you can create an environment where people want to stick around and see what's going to happen next and they're, they're driven, you know, but to get out of bed every morning and come in by the, by the higher purpose that you're pursuing as a business, then you do better in hard financial terms. Um, we have a word at Co that we use for you know tr- what traditionally would be called customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call them participants because we don't really believe in drawing a line between customers and employees. Both customers and employees are your participants. They are the people who are participating in your helping to make your purpose real in the world. They play different roles. Right, employees obviously are on the inside, and they're helping to build the company, you know, from the inside. But your your customers certainly play a role. And if you have real participants, if you have people that are as passionate about your purpose as you are, the other thing that happens is you they they will tell all of their friends about your business, and so your marketing costs go down. Right. If you can drive word of mouth about your business, if, if, if people just are so excited about what you're trying to do in the world, the positive change that you're trying to make, they'll tell all their friends and that's marketing dollars that you don't have to spend. So that's another huge, huge advantage to being, um, uh, purpose led, you know, and, and there are others as, as you scale. But I think if, if I'm an entrepreneur, those are the, those are the, the, the two most important levers, like loyalty and lowering my marketing expense. Yeah, and I, I believe that wholeheartedly because I feel that our success of this show was because, you know, our com- focus is completely on, on people and trying to add the value mm. and trying to bring out as much information as we possibly can, yeah. the right stuff, the good stuff, right? And, yeah. and people can see that there's heart behind it, right? So what happens is the person that watches our episode, for example, sees it, they vibrationally feel something, right? And that's why we're seeing the, the amount of shares and, and reviews and comments because they just, because we're all human at the end of the day, right? So right. when you feel good and you feel like there's a purpose behind a business, you want to help them. It's just natural. Yeah, that's right. And as you get bigger, right? And, you know, because one of the things, <clears throat> we also have a podcast, uh, it's called Calling Bullshit. Um, despite the provocative oh, name, nice. we do both positive and uh, we do episodes about companies that we think are getting it right. And we also do episodes about companies that may have some some work to do. That's great. Um, great yeah, concept. Uh, yeah, thanks. We're trying to we're trying to build a tool that will help entrepreneurs and also people who are running big companies that are not purpose led. You know, figure out how to better mm-hmm. make their way into this space. And so, 
one of the the reason I brought that up is because uh, as uh, in the positive episodes, we interview the episode, we we interview the CEOs of of companies that are are purpose led and doing a really good job at being purpose led. And one of my most recent conversations was with Alan Job, who's the CEO of Unilever, which is a gigantic mm. global company. Um, and that his he's been on a the Unilever actually began its purpose led journey before Alan joined the company. It started under a guy named Paul Pullman, and Alan inherited it and has been pushing it forward for the last five years. And he pointed out that they're so they're they're on a journey of transformation. Many of their individual brands, you know, they they own. Ben and Jerry's, they own brands like Vaseline, mm -hmm. they own brands like it's a huge Dove, company. Like just a giant uh, company. But their purpose led brands, the ones that they have succeeded in really def getting a, a core purpose defined for those brands, are growing at three times the rate that their oh, wow. traditional brands are. So it's. It's clear if you by in almost every dimension that if you want to connect with the next generation of consumers like young people today, it really matters to them that you have articulated the positive change that you're trying to make in the world and that you're actually walking your talk, right? Mm. If, uh, yeah. if there's a gap between what you say you stand for and, and the actions that you're actually taking, then you might wind up on our podcast where we do a, a, an investigative episode and, and uh, potentially call bullshit on you. We also, though, in those – when, when we call bullshit on a company, I, I hasten to add, we also – we always light candles. Like we always – we spend the first half doing a facts of the case. Then if we call bullshit, we call bullshit. And then the second half of an episode is, is devoted to – what are the actions that this company would have to take to bring itself back in line? Because we really believe that bullshit is a treatable condition, right? Like you can, you can yeah. treat it. You just have to take action. Yeah. And, and Ty, there's, there's tons and tons of company that, you know, they talk to the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Right. Yes. So it's, it's unfortunate, you know, it just, it might even be that, that, it's just being done based on recommendations from their organization. And like you said, when it comes from top down, when it comes from the, the owner's heart. Yeah. And, and what they're feeling and what they're thinking, what they, they believe like internally. And you're able to extract that and place it all in every variable of that business that is just portrays and it just gleams like a shining light you know what i mean and everything yeah. yes has, a consumer just just feels it like you 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 see it all around you just get it no that's ex that's exactly right that's very well put and and you know the the thing about that is um you can't fake it i think this is a place again just because i know your audience is 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 either entrepreneurs or um, you know, entrepreneurs in waiting, people thinking about it. And what I would say is entrepreneurs have, have an advantage in the purpose space because it's quite hard to transform an existing organization into something new, right? Changing the way a company works on the inside is it takes, it takes a long time. And if you build it from the beginning where your words and your deeds are completely aligned, you have a massive advantage. Um, you know, companies 
that's that's another thing that we're trying to do is is build a, an index for companies that are on the ver- on the journey of transformation because no company is perfect. Um, we assign them a number, a BS score, and 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 our hope, and it's you know we'll, we'll see whether this comes to pass, but our hope is that we're providing them with a. A, a data point that they can use to manage against and manage that score down. On our scale, zero is the best, zero BS, and 100 is the worst, 100% BS. And we rate every company that we, we review on the show, and, and, and hopefully that's giving people a tool to go, okay, next year I want to see our BS score go down. No, no, definitely. That's great. And creating that chart brings that um, – transparency to them as well right because you know yeah. there might be a lot of businesses that just don't have any idea about this right like it's not something that they ever uh, focus on and when they do and they see a chart you know everybody wants to go to the top right that's right exactly yeah. exactly yeah gotta win so, the race you know yeah ty um we always like to ask our guests what their innermost superpower is that got them to this point yeah. Uh, well, you're asking me about a superpower, and if I feel a little uncomfortable asking that question just because it feels like a braggy, but I, I would just say, uh, you know, as I reflect on it, I have always spent a lot of time living in the future in my own head, and and I would say, mm, good, I'm. Uh, my superpower, if I have one, is actually the ability to to know what's going to happen in in the business environment a little bit before uh, it becomes kind of mainstream. And um, my partners complain about me sometimes because they that if if I have a fault, I have many, but if I have a fault with my superpower, it's that I'm too early to things, which you know, as an entrepreneur, being early is, is just as bad as being late. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, that's the mm-hmm. other thing about entrepreneurship, as you know, is that you got to time it just right. But I, mm-hmm. I do tend to have uh, a view for whatever reason into things that are going to come to the pass in the future in a business context. And I'm not perfect. Uh, no one is, but I'm pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah. No one is. Yeah. No, that's that's great, Ty. And um, I, there, I didn't intend to make you feel uncomfortable with that question. That's just oh, no, one of that's our, fine. I one know. Of our, yeah, no, no, no I just are. Yeah, I yeah, hate. No I just hate our, bragging. You know, uh, but uh, but, yeah, but no, no, but, I, but it's I totally, a good it's a good question, and everybody does have a superpower, right? And and yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's part of our our show's uh, thing. If you, if yeah, you want yeah, to call it yeah. that, but no, I ask one of people. Our questions, yeah. I, I ask every guest on my show to give companies a BS score, and sometimes they're uncomfortable yeah. doing that. Right? Like that's yeah, a that's yeah. a slightly uncomfortable thing. Right? No um, problem. So so yeah, do no. not worry about making me uncomfortable. No, no, not worried, not at all. No, it's just uh, uh, the question when you when you think about that strength, you know, that inner most strength, that super strength that got you to this point, you know, it's yeah. very personal, yeah. very close, uh, you know, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it like as a as a as a bragging because it's a very close part of you as an entrepreneur that what you do on a daily basis and what you have achieved. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's special. I f- I think it's special. You know. Yeah, I love that having that and, inner um, superpower. Yeah. Yeah, there's a and there's a, a phrase. One. Yeah, there's a phrase that I admire. Uh, trying to describe. Uh, Wayne Gretzky as a hockey hockey player, maybe you've heard it, but yeah. what Wayne yeah. Gretzky's superpower was he he skated to where the puck would be, not where the puck was. Beautiful. Like he had the ability to love skate it. to where it was going to be, uh, which yeah, is great. I love it. Right? That's great. That's a great superpower, and you know what? I'm I'm really um, super appreciated appreciated that you actually came on this show to spread this awareness because um this is we, we really actually like interviewing um companies individuals like yourself because of the impact that you're making out there because now what we're doing today is going to make a difference for you know the future generations when they see companies with a heart and they do business with them. Like I, I want my kids, my grandkids, you know, to, to be surrounded by heart, you know, like that is just a, a very nice feeling. Yeah. Love that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a feeling that you and I share. I, I really appreciate yeah. you having me on the show, Shahad. No, thank you, Ty. Thank you so much. And audience as well. Thank you once again to, you know, be part of this show and participating in this episode. We love when you guys share the episode. This is one of those episodes that definitely um, needs to be shared, you know, because it's very positive. It's, it's change-driven. It's a new way of thinking. It's a new way of feeling, new experience of what our world needs. Uh, we need more heart. So definitely get in touch with Ty. All his information will be in the show notes. Check out his, his, his website, a phenomenal website. You'll see all the companies that they work with. And, um, again, we'll hope we will look forward to having you on our next episode. And thank you again. And Ty, thank you so much. Thank you, Shahed. This is a this was a pleasure. And entrepreneurs out there, get after it. That's it, Ty. Get after it. Go and do it. Thank yep. you. Yeah.